Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is NASCAR Radio episode 151. I'm your pal Val. With me is Captain Kirk. <laughs> How are you doing, Kirk? Mr. Mint 23? That's it. And then and then the, the man, the myth, the legend, PSA and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. How are you today? I'm feeling Atlante. <laughs> That's pretty right. lame, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. But it's it's okay. Lantonian. <laughs> okay. Atlantis. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> we've got a great show for everybody today. We have a special guest, Kirk, here. We're going to talk about autographs, getting autographs, autograph, different types of collecting with, with autographs. And uh, we got the national coming up, naturally. And we're going to do racing recap and King's Court. First, I'd like to thank... Our sponsor, Panini America. All these all these buttons here. Anyway, uh, let's give a few shout-outs real quick here. So shout-out to the Podbean subscriber, Buddy Pop. Appreciate you joining the team. And then also shout-out to Kyle Katz, High Octane Cards, Tim Mousy, Cade Hesterman, Skid Marks, and Michael Haggart for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. We had some uh, good conversations this week. So mm-hmm. uh, anything else I missed? No, I don't think so. All right. So let's jump right into our uh, first segment. I know uh, time's money, and uh, why we have amazing guest Kurt here to talk about rookie cards and uh, autographs. You know, we talked before the show, I got started. You know, there used to be, uh, for the folks who've been in the hobby a while, it was kind of like a a taboo to get rookie cards signed. And that kind of changed, I guess, what, last 10, 20 years, I guess. So, and it's, a lot of fun, and it's another way to collect. People do sign sets and stuff like that. So, uh, welcome, Kurt. Great, great to have you. Thank you, Val. Yeah, I got started based on I think where we all met was on the Collectors Universe board, which is PSA's message board. And there was a guy on there from Waxahachie, Texas, named Mike Navarro, which collected autographs um, from rookie cards. He even has things signed back from. Christopher Columbus, Ferdinand, Isabella. Um, It's amazing, his collection. But he got me into the faux pas of actually getting ink on cards. Because back when I started doing it, people were like, you're messing up a card. Because actually PSA would put an MK marker if they had a mark on the card. But when you started getting rookie cards signed, then they started doing the PSA DNA. They changed and actually went into the dual grading where they would grade the card and also grade the autograph. I started picking up rookie cards. And if you notice the top here, all those are Aaron rookies. There's six 54 Hank Aarons that are all signed. And then over on the other side, when I threw this thing out, there are Joe Namath rookies. There's Joe Namath, Jim Brown, Joe Montana. Back when I started doing it, they didn't charge the exorbitant fees like they do now. Um, I actually paid $100 for Jim Brown's rookie card. And when I walked up to him, got him to sign it, I told him, I said, you're the second person I ever had sign a card. Jim Brown looks at me, being Jim Brown, big guy, son, who was first? I said, Mickey Mouse, I'll let you buy. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> I'll let you buy. That's, that's a good one. So stories like that are, are the reason that I get cards signed, and especially at like the national and, and different shows. So I was going to ask you, so I, I, I've known you a long time. I know that you get a lot of stuff autographed. Who's your favorite autograph that you've ever gotten? Probably Bart Starr, just because two times I flew back with him from Cleveland and Chicago on a, on a national flight um, and got to sit beside him. And the next week after we flew back, we sit and we talked football the whole time. He wrote me a personalized letter, said, Kirk, thank you for sitting beside me and talking to me on the flight and signed it and gave it to me. So that was that was the most enjoyment. But as far as research, usually when I get an autograph, I always go and do some kind of research on the player. So to catch him off guard, Frank Robinson went up to him, had him sign his rookie card. You always get down on their eye level. You don't stand over the top of them because when you go to the national, you go to different shows like that. They're sitting down at a table instead of standing above them. If you'll get down and look at them eye level, it's more personal and they'll also in my opinion, press the pin harder. They'll sign better for you. 
So when I got Frank Robinson's autograph, I asked him, I said, sir, how many times did you slam on Bill Russell when you were in high school? Because they went to the same school together. Mm -hmm. And he's like, how did you know I went to school with him? I said, I just did a little research. He said, son, we didn't slam back then. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's, it's, it's a different game today. Oh, it is. It, it's totally changed. I know you get a lot of autographs. Is the National one of your main places to acquire in-person autographs, or do you do other ones as well? A lot of mine I have to do, like, through the mail. Okay. Like when Al Kaline was alive, you could mail a card to him through the mail, and for $40, he would sign it and send it back to you. Well, like two of his 54 Tops cards signed that way. Hank Aaron would sign at a store in um, Waukesha, Wisconsin. And he was charging like three twenty-five. Well, everybody thought that was high back then. Well, I built twenty-five of them that way. When I say built, you go and you buy the card, you send it off, you get it signed, then you take it and you get it encapsulated. So it's a whole process. And whenever you see like a ten auto and a ten card, that is virtually impossible because to get a ten card to stay in that condition when you get it signed by a person, for example, you take it to the national your chances of bumping into something or when you hand that person that card, them sitting there and not bending a corner or putting a crease in the card, it's it's truly immaculate to see a 10-10 on a card. And that's why you're going to pay a premium. Yeah. You know, I see a lot of 10-10s popping out of, you know, packs, but, you know, in a way that's kind of the same, but it's really not. I mean, because you're, you're taking this card, like you say, you're handling this card, you're handing it to them and, you know, they're, Let's be honest. They're not really trying to keep your card in good condition, so yeah. they're going to do whatever, and they're going to hand it back to you. And you're, like you say, it could it could easily get damaged. So yeah, I see where a double dime would be really cool, especially on an old card. True. Well, we've we've seen how they treat the you know Panini cards or Topps cards, let alone your card. You know, so yeah, I definitely agree with you, Kirk. I don't know if the market has as truly appreciates those yet. Yeah. But maybe in the future, and I think you touched on something. So, you know, with NASCAR, we're kind of spoiled. We don't, you know, pay really for driver autographs. Nobody charges. That's kind of a unwritten rule. You know, you don't charge. But I, I do like, you know, what you were talking about encapsulation. I think that you're saying it is a process. And encapsulation, PSA, DNA authentication is really not that expensive. It It is depending on the player driver. But for the most part, it's nowhere near like getting the card graded. And, and so for me, one of the things that I do is the NASCAR card, rookies, autograph, and then the encapsulation and authentication, not really card grading because it's more of a, uh, I know it's real, but it's also, you know, protecting it and stuff like that. But then third party says, yes, it's, you know, the 72 STP Richard Petty, you know, it's it's authentic. Yes. Um, back to the, the question of do I mostly get them done at the national there's certain players that you can only get done at the national because i like that experience for example this year kareem Abdul jabbar is going to be there he's going to be signing well i've bought about three of his rookie cards and i'm trying to make the decision do i want to pay 700 dollars a card and then it depends on what the grade of the card is if you get a one to a four it's 700 if you get a five to a six then it goes up to 900 then a seven to eight goes to a thousand, and then above that goes to two thousand. So, what I don't understand is how are they going to even know that card was that grade? Are you going to crack it in front of them and show them that it was an eight, or are they going to have a grader sitting there looking at the card? That is a great question. I'd like to know the answer when when you uh, do that, and also, you know, how you prep. I, I before I you know cheated. I saw before the show if you show you know, how some of the, you, you prep for that. Cause you're talking about 700 to $2,000 for an autograph and yeah. they only get one shot at this rookie card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I do is I will make a copy. Like for example, here, like this is an eBay scan of a card and this is how I want him to sign it. So what I'll do is before I hand the card to him, I'll hand him this piece of paper and say, Mr. Jabbar, would you sign this way and then hand him the card so that he knows where to place the autograph because placement of the autograph is totally key mm -hmm. on these. Cause if, if you put it at the bottom, it, it takes away. And if you put it, I mean, Don Sutton used to sign over his face on his rookie card 
And the reason he did that was because he didn't like the way his card looked, the face of it. So he would sign over the top of his face. So every rookie card you see of Don Sutton is over the top of his face. But whereas if you take that and you show it to him beforehand, it's also giving you a moment to make a rapport with him and to talk to a Hall of Famer. So I'm going to get my $700 worth just by talking to him for maybe a couple of minutes, maybe. The more you talk to him, the better the autograph will be. In my, my experience, that's the way it's been in the past. I would agree with that. I had an experience with Dale Hart Jr. where he signs, well, long story short, he used to sign his whole name. Then he went to like Dale Jr. and then now just DJ. And I had a Daytona program from like 82. And he, on the back cover is an ad with his dad. And him and his sister, when they were younger, for like Wrangler jeans. And so I, I had got it in a, a lot because uh, I wanted the Daytona tickets. It came with the tickets and then the program. So I'm like, you know, I wasn't going to do anything with the program. So I'm like, maybe he doesn't have it. Maybe he's never seen it. So I was like, you know, you know it's no, no big deal for me to carry it. And if he doesn't want it, great. If not. But he saw it. He loved it. He signed Dale Jr. Really nice, to your point. And then later on, I saw a tweet from his sister, Kelly. And if darn it, if that wasn't framed in the background. <laughs> wow. So great. Yeah. And they were probably, you know, uh, six and five or whatever it was uh, w- back in 82, you know, whatever. So, but to your point where I'm going with this is, you know, I, I really think I got, you know, I got the Dale Jr.'s autograph instead of the DJ um, because of that. So. And one you're, of the things you're, you're stumping me right now. I didn't know he was signing DJ. Am I missing something? Oh, Dale Jr.? Yeah. You ever seen those? No. Yeah. When you do them in person, he's doing DJ really quick. Dale, he'll do Dale Jr. on the car, on Prinini stuff. But, huh. Yeah. If you go out and look, I had no idea. Okay. I learned something new tonight. One of the keys about getting autographs at the National is preparing. Because it's like Kareem. He's going to be there two different times on two different days. Friday, he'll be there at like 3, and then Saturday, he'll be there at 10. Well, the key to it is don't get caught up in the rush. You don't have to be the first one in line. He's still going to sign. There's going to be a big gap in there. So be patient. When you're standing there, because there's going to be a lot of people pushing and shoving, just be patient, get in line, and usually take somebody with you. And they'll let somebody go with you because what you do is get – Take, get them to go with you, take your phone, and they can take a picture of you getting the autograph. So mm-hmm. that's instead of you having to pay $165 to get Cal Ripken and then another $165 to get a picture with him, you've got somebody standing with you to take that picture for you. And if you're standing there holding that card and holding your marker, a lot of times I see people drop the cards all the time, drop their pens. If you're going to take your own pen, be sure and take a piece of paper and prime your pen. As you're going through the line, you're sitting there marking your piece of paper to keep your pen live. Because if you don't, it'll dry on you. It'll skip. I usually use like a blue Stadler and take my own. Because if you get up there and you got a blue Sharpie, Sharpies don't always work as well. Or he'll pick up the wrong marker. That's why before I ever hand him my card, I hand him that piece of paper showing him what I want to make sure he picks up the blue marker. So you have the the color on there as well then? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so not everybody's like Richard Petty. He knows exactly what pen to use, and he signed so many autographs for the last mm-hmm. 40, 50 years or whatever. But when you're paying that kind of money, leave nothing to chance, and you'll you know you'll be happy with the autograph because you're definitely paying for it. Yes. Yeah. Def- definitely live by the Boy Scout motto: be prepared. Fail to plan, plan to fail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Is there anybody you're besides Kareem that you're looking forward to or first time signers at this show? What I'll do is I always go through the list, like the autograph schedule, and I try to pull all the rookie cards that I can because there's always happenstance that you're going to run into that player outside at the hotel or something. So you mm-hmm. reach in your pocket, pull that card out, you might get a free autograph. I mean, I've sure done might. that in, in the past, and I've also been in gibson's where pete rose walks up and i didn't have a marker but i've got that picture signed now with val in the background 
<laughs> yeah, I'm famous. <laughs> that, I, that I remember was, that. I remember that e that evening. That was pretty cool, man. He, the Pete Rose was in there at Gibson's, and you were talking to him. And he actually signed for you and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that framed in my living room. Rose pool built by Pete. Yeah, that that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's you're cool. right. Um, like for example, like in Chicago, uh, there's a Gibson Steakhouse, which is really, I think, literally the best steaks in the United States. Yes. But you will see almost every athlete who is over there signing at the Donald Lee Stevens convention center over at Gibson's at some point. Mm -hmm. Now, of course you don't want to interrupt them while they're eating, but if you can catch them before they go eat or after they eat, you can like what Kirk said, you could get a free autograph most times, but don't interrupt their meal. God, no, they're going to kick you out of the restaurant. Yeah. Don't be that guy or girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, getting autographs, that's one of the things like with NASCAR and, and in person is waiting for your opportunity and, and let them talk or have a conversation, whatever's going on, and, and try to get there between, you know, the conversations or something like that. Or if you're hanging around, they'll know exactly what kind of what you want. If, like you said, have your pen out, have your card out, whatever, be courteous and respectful, then most likely they will oblige. So, Except for Tony Stewart. That, yeah, that's... <laughs> Tony he'll give you the stink eye and, and, and he'll thumb, thumb your his your nose oh, at him no. or he'll do that and he won't sign anything. But you know, you know, he, you know, he's not you're not, he's not charging, but yeah, he he's on a pedestal by himself. So him and Jeff Gordon. <laughs> um Logan, do you have any yeah, sure. Um you've got a ton of autographs from all kinds of different sports and different different non-sports and things like that. What kind of racing autographs do you have, Kirk? Well, I have a great friend that loves to talk about NASCAR. Um, he wears his real colorful shoes, rides a bike through the woods just about every day, gets on a radio show and talks tonight. Mr. Logan um, gave me an Earnhardt, uh, Earnhardt Sr. signed card and then also taught me I didn't know Kyle Petty would sign through the mail. So I mailed those off to Kyle Petty, had him sign them. Um, I guess I can show them to y'all. They're on the wall here. Let's see, your microphone sounds better now. I probably look better this way too, right? Um, yeah, there's Earnhardt. Yeah, the Earnhardt and then Petty on the bottom there. Yeah. Oh, Richard Petty. Yes. Yeah. Can't go yeah. wrong with Richard Petty. Yeah, but Logan and Balgam got me started in NASCAR as far as getting autographs. I mean, being yeah, from the South and. Talladega being here in Alabama. Yeah, Talladega's in your backyard, man. It is. And I've never been. Hopefully this well, year will be my first time. Well, we got to definitely tell them. Uh, there's the museum right there. And does Donnie Allison, Bobby Allison, those guys, I think, sign? Yeah. Outside of the track, uh, right, right by the, the road out there, uh, is the uh, International Motorsports Hall of Fame. And a lot of times before the races, since Donnie Allison and Bobby Allison – are from Alabama, you'll see those guys in there and they'll sign for free. So I, I okay. always, every time I go to Talladega, I carry their cards with me because I never know if I'm going to run into them. And I have run into them more than once. So, you know, you can always get, get autographs that way as well. And then the, the guys will be, and girls will be at the haulers on the different days, either maybe at the manufacturer, I don't say tents, but, you know, as exhibits or whatever. And so they'll be there for Q and A's and, and you can get autographs and then they have them at the haulers or well, as well, uh, merchandise haulers, um, you know, promoting their stuff and then they'll sign. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. yeah. That's so, something I didn't prep on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kirk, are there any, uh, racing autographs that you would like to get in your collection? Like maybe Mario Andretti or AJ. Oh, Ford? I'd love to get Yes, I'd love to get some Mario Andretti or, or even yeah, any of those along that line. Uh, any Hall of Famer, I mean, I, I collect everything. And whenever I walk up to a, a table at the National, whenever they say, what are you looking for? I say everything because there's, there's, there's a limit. It's just, oh, God. If it's collectible, yeah. So, yeah, any autograph of a well known racer. Yeah. And, and, I, I was just going to say, you know, when I was a kid, you know, the big thing people would say is you drive like Mario Andretti, you know, so, you know, Mario Andretti is kind of like a, a household name, yeah. really him and AJ Foyt as well. I mean, so there's a lot of, there's still a lot of drivers out there that you probably need to be looking for. 
what was the guys, the red that you had the autograph, um, the driver from back in the forties, his name was red something. Oh, red Byron. Red yes. Byron. I think you had a couple of his autographs. I do have a couple of his autographs. Um, PSA has no exemplar. Yes. So they, they will not say yes or no that they're real. I've tried several times. I may try again this year and see if they do it. We'll just have to see. But yeah, I do have, I, yeah, he was the very first champion of okay. NASCAR. Yeah, there's a few that uh, they're tough to get authenticated because there's just not enough. And, you know, it's not like baseball and football where there's just, you know, so many examples of those autographs where, you know, early days NASCAR just, wasn't that way. And that's one of the keys to getting authentication is if it is a rookie or it's a new player that's just coming up or somebody disobeyed. Back in 2012, Yassi had just started playing. And I got a ball signed at the actual Chicago Cubs game. Well, PSA wouldn't authenticate it because they hadn't seen enough of, it, of his autograph. But just be patient. And I mean, it, what is it PSA stands for? Please submit again. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one before. Yeah, me either. <laughs> you know, talking about the national and talking about PSA, the invites for the set registry cocktail party came yes. out today. I'm sure you got one, so I'm sure you'll be going. I'm sure I'll see you there. I will be. So that will be fine. Oh, Val will be there as well. I can't I can't wait for that event. That's going to be fun. It's going to be like. They said from seven o'clock to ten o'clock at night. I doubt seriously it's going to run to ten o'clock. Yeah, it won't last that long. Because last year, remember, you had your display out last year, yep. your registry display, and I think it was later at night, wasn't it? Was it like five? Oh, it was. It was later than that. It was like six thirty, seven o'clock. I think when they started. So yeah, I I, I just can't wait. I, I and if anybody out there who's listening is going to be there as well, let us know. Drop, a, drop something in the comments. Let us know that you're going to be there because we sure would like to meet you guys and, and see you guys there. Yeah. I always call it the family reunion. Yes, it, it is the family the reunion. Coming back together. I've got, I've got so many gifts and things to give to people and buttons and stuff. I'll be spending half my time just doing that <laughs> at the National just because I'm glad to see everybody. Exactly. Kirk, I had another question for you uh, with the national. I think sometimes do they run authentication specials while uh, you're in line, or or is it is it maybe it was uh, Beckett did that, or does PSA do something like that as well? PSA is doing it this year. They're doing a ten, an eighteen, and a twenty-six dollar special. And like the ten, you just get it authenticated. You don't get it encapsulated. But then I think the 18 is encapsulated and the 26 is also encapsulated. But it's it's different values and where they're based out of. Like if they're in the Midwest, then it's – I don't know where they come up with that idea as far as pricing. But it's $18 if it's Midwest or it's 26 for national and wide. I'm, I'm not sure where it came from. But go ahead and get it done or turn it in there at the show, even if you turn it in there and have them ship it back. Because you're going to save the shipping of – sending it into and also the time of go ahead and send it in. It's better to go ahead and use that special. It, it makes sense. I wasn't sure if they had it there right at the line or if it was something like you went to the PSA booth and you submit there and then maybe show proof that you had gotten, you know, the autograph there or what they do is basically if the person's on the list for signing at the national, then they let you turn any autograph in because wow. there's really no way to prove that it was done at that time. They don't ask for a ticket or anything. I mean, the year that Kinseco was there, I think I got 15 of them because we all got in line. And I handed out cards. Yep, and we got, I got one. Got the final. <laughs> yes. And then I had a couple more that we put in. And PSA was like, as long as he's on the list. So. Well, you okay. know, I, I haven't, in, in all the years I've gone to the national, I think this is my 17th maybe national that I've been to. Mm -hmm. I probably haven't gotten four or five autographs. You know, I've gotten Johnny Bench there, uh, the Boz. I'm trying to think of who else I've gotten there, but it hasn't been very many because, you know, I'm a racing guy. So, yes. you know, you know, now that uh, a couple of years ago, they did have Ty Dillon at the Com C booth and he was mm -hmm. signing and Val and I got his autograph. We talked to him for a little bit. We should have gotten him to, to record a promo for the show, which we were not thinking at that point. <laughs> uh, but that was pretty cool. But the thing about the NASCAR drivers is a, like, like Val said, they don't charge. 
and B, they're racing most of the time. I think that one weekend uh, that Ty Dillon was there, they were actually off that weekend, which was very strange. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I think you said it in a nutshell. You were at the National. You weren't thinking. That's what happens when you get to the National and you're just overwhelmed with so much stuff, so much information. So if you don't go ahead and plan, I mean, I've got down, I've got the times written down, when Kareem's going to be there, when to go buy the ticket. If you don't plan, you're probably going to miss it because you'll get involved in something on another table and miss the time because you can't hear them over in the autograph pavilion. So exactly. it also helps to have somebody with you, even if it's just a little kid, that kid can I mean, remind you, hey, this is, this is the time that you need to go over. I was going to ask you, do you set alarms on your phones? And, I've done that. I mean, there's a lot to it. it you know, if that's kind of your forte, and again, it's another way another way to collect, but there's a lot that goes into it and a lot that can go wrong quick. Yes. Uh, yes. I don't know if you get refunds or not, if you miss your times or not, or, mm. you know, how that, ha- how that happens, but. I'm not sure. I, I've Luckily enough so far, I've been blessed that I, I've, I've made them all. Well, you know, pick that many. I usually just do like maybe two or three. I pick the big ones. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, was it last year, Val, when I was getting the boz or was it the year before last? I can't remember. I think it was last year. I think it was last year. Yeah. Remember we were sitting there talking with Tim Trout with Panini and I looked down at my watch and was, Oh my God, he, he, the boss is signing and he's probably getting ready to leave. And I ran like a maniac down to the autograph pavilion Sure enough, there was like one or two people left in the line. I barely got there in enough time. I almost forgot. Did you tell him thank you for saving you off the bike rack? I did, and I showed him that picture from from when he <laughs> saved me. And that's a whole other story, you guys out there. But uh, I got him. I showed him the picture. I go, "Do you remember this?" He goes, "Oh yeah, I remember this." He just asked, he asked me how I was doing and everything, and he was real nice. I got to talk to him for a few minutes. He let me take his picture with him and all that. I did a selfie, and it was it was great. It was great. That's the whole reason I wanted to get him is just because of, you know, riding with him on a bike. Well, I guess, you know, we wrap up there, but again, that's why I thought it was, it was timely to have you on since we're only a few weeks away from the national. Yeah. Less than two weeks. Yeah. Maybe if the folks who, uh, you know, do the other sports besides NASCAR that uh, this helped them somewhat to prepare for the national or again, some of these lessons, you know, can be used for NASCAR as well. So again, we do a lot, you know, a lot of stuff through the mail or in person, but a lot of the, that apply. So again, you know, I can't emphasize enough the encapsulation and stuff like that. I think it just presents better as well. So, I mean, the, you can see that your presentation, they're all pretty much uh, slabbed, I think. So they, they look, they look amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's an amazing and impressive collection. I see some King Griffey Jr. rookies back there. I see Joe Namath. Yeah, I see I, I see all kinds of things back there that are just incredibly awesome. You even got some discs back there. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you caught that or not. Yeah, when we saw it, we're like, ah. Yeah, I see you got some like '58 Hank Aaron's up there. You've got San, or Sandy Koufax. Yeah, Koufax um, was fine. Yeah, I, Morgan. You see, you got Jerry Kuzman rookie. That's great. Yeah, Kuzman. Yeah, Kuzman. You know what's behind <laughs> Kuzman right here on in the background? No. It's a goalpost. Oh wow. He he must yeah. have... see it. They were on a football field. It's <laughs> yeah. Tom I see, man, I see a lot of stuff, man. You got a lot of good comics. You, it's an impressive collection, my friend. Thank you, sir. Yeah, it's very, very um, uh, amazing award winning. Yeah. Like I was telling you about, you know, before the show, you know, the Reggie Jackson, I was looking at, I have an old 69 and it's going to be an extra like 300 bucks to have him sign a rookie card. It's a, it's amazing. Uh, you know, what the, that this genre now is uh, the folks, not everybody's charging extra for the rookie cards, but. And talking about value, probably the best value on the board as far as autograph is Johnny Bench because the way I collect autographs and this is kind of morbid, but. I always tell people I collect pictures of dead men with autographs because baseball cards, Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle. I mean, I try to get as many of those as I can because I don't have any Cobbs or Ruth signed. But the Mantles, I have like, there's only four 69 white letters that are signed. I have one of them. I have the nicest one that's signed. That's cool. That's a tough card, too. It's a really tough card. And, and But Johnny Bench is probably the best value 
on the board as far as because there's going to be a bump once he dies and he can't sign. And, right, right. And I don't know if we talk, talked about it, but, you know, you can get these autographs. I don't have the right way is the phrase, you know, you can get a auto, you get a picture sign, you can get a card sign, but you know, there's so many different cards. And I, I think, you know, kind of need to look at, I guess, what you have access to, what you yeah. have in your collection. But I think that definitely the value wise can increase or not, depending on, you know, what card it is that that sign, right? Like, you know, the rookie or the, I, I think the 69 is a beautiful card yes. as well. Uh, I don't know, you know, if in, in, get a, what was his last year? Uh, 69 for Mickey Mantle, 69. Uh, was his bench, I'm talking about like bench or whatever. Oh, I don't know. Bench would have been in the 80s. So. Yeah. You like know, 83. Yeah. I think 83. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm trying to think of, some, you know, somebody else. Uh, I'm a Keith Hernandez guy. So, you know, get the, like the 83 tops traded signed. Or the 75 tops. Or, or the 75, yeah. I, yeah. See, I, I like the 75, but I just think it's too busy to get that signed. And then, you know, well, I need to get all four signed or whatever. And it's just like. See, what I would do is I would get the mini and the regular sign. So you had them beside each other. Yeah. And that's what I kind of do in my collection is I try to do something unique. Um, for example, Rod Carew, I got him to sign his rookie card. He had a heart transplant. He got it from an NFL player that was like, Rod Crew was his player. That was who he modeled us, who he wanted to, to be like. He wore number 29. So I got Rod Carew to sign his rookie card, draw a heart, and put 29 in it. It's, it's different things like that when you walk up to him. You walk up to Ricky Henderson, you say, hey, is it true you were born in the back of a car on Christmas Day? It's, it's, and Rod Carew was born on a, on a train. So it's just different things like that. Once you mm-hmm. learn information about them, you're also growing knowledge of the hobby. Yeah. And as we all know, knowledge is power in the hobby without a doubt. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kirk. Uh, I don't know if you want to give a shout out where people can find you or. Yeah. Um, Kirk, Mr. Man 23, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Man 23. You have any questions to send me. Um, that's the same thing. Instagram, Twitter. That's my same contact information. I know you put out some uh, pretty cool picture content there with some of those beautiful cards. So, yeah, yeah, I, I love watching some of that stuff you're doing, man. It's cool. Right. <laughs> I appreciate y'all's show. I enjoy it. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. Okay. Yep. I'm giving you. I'm giving you a big hug when I see you. <laughs> I appreciate. Be, it. be be forewarned. <laughs> Just don't look me in the ear like you did last year. Okay, I'll, I'll try not to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have a good one. Thank All you right. for coming. Yeah, yeah. Right, bye. See you later, man. All righty, that was cool. It's good to see him. I hadn't seen him in semi in virtual life in a while. <laughs> oh, I know. All right, I guess we'll get on with the rest of the show here. We'll go into uh, racing recap. It's hard to follow, so let's. Uh... All right, so the Crestman Truck Series. Uh, that was race number 14. That was the O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 at Mid-Ohio, and that was Saturday, July 8th. Corey Heim was our winner. Highest finisher rookie was Nick Sanchez at position nine. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of Nick Sanchez, real quick, and I'm, I'm not trying to derail us, but I we didn't talk about this last week because I'm old and I forgot. Remember those Darlington cards that uh, you yes. could get at Darlington with, with Mario Andretti and Nick Sanchez? Yes, sir. Uh, and remember, they said that if you send them a self-addressed stamped envelope, that they would send you a card. So I did that. And as a matter of fact, did you get anything back yet? I have to check. You're terrible. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll tell everybody. It took a while, but last week I did get my self-addressed stamped envelope back from Rev Racing. They sent me two cards instead of one. And not only did they send me two cards, they sent me two autographed cards. As you can oh, see wow. right there with Nick Sanchez. He's got his little NS going on there, but still it's very cool that he took the time to sign those cards. So I did get two of them back. So uh, hopefully some of you guys out there, you know, send the self-addressed stamped envelope to Rev Racing and hopefully you'll get them back soon if you haven't already. So that's yeah, they should, be, they should be coming back. Yeah, I got to check uh post office box. Yeah, sweet. So now I'm going to try to get one of these done by Mario. So that will really be cool. Oh, yes, that would be that would be pretty epic. Yeah. 
So anyway, so sorry we, to derail you. Yeah, no, 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 that's that's fine. It actually, plays right into what we were talking about with Kirk. So yeah, Corey Heim, twenty twenty two, Donruss twenty 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 two, and Donruss is is uh, one of the offerings for Corey Heim, the card number thirty two. They're rated rookie. That's on the right hand side with the different parallels for Donruss printing plates. It's also a twenty twenty two signature series. Uh, just a few parallels to that. He's in Panini Chronicles, naturally, with clear Donors, Magnitude, Obsidian, Obsidian Signatures, Pinnacle, Pinnacle Autograph, Select. I believe Select uh, letters in the bottom middle. Spectra, also with Prism, has a base card, card number six, and all the parallels in Prism. And also Prism Spotlight Signatures, and then Panini National Treasures for Corey Heim. Yeah, and if you remember, I pulled the the one of one of that spotlight autograph over there on the bottom left when we were doing a break, a box yes, break. I do remember so, that. So if you guys want to go back and look and find that episode, you can see where I actually pulled that one of one. So now I've been collect trying to collect the rainbow, but I haven't seen a whole lot of his cards come out. So uh, hopefully I can get them all. No, I think he's one of the next up and comers here. So I think so. Uh, Nick Sanchez also. 2022 Donruss with rated rookie card number 37. Different parallels, signing series as well. Chronicles and clearly clear vision, clearly Donruss, contenders, optic, obsidian, spectra, stars and stripes, and zenith. Also in 2022 Panini Prism card number 30. So he has a base card there with the different parallels, sensational signatures as well. And also in 2022, Panini National Treasures. 2022 yeah, is a good year. It is a good year. And, and you look at his cars, he's got a lot of different poses. And look at the the one there on the bottom left. It looks like the teacher's trying to tell him to stand up straight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but it's, yeah, he, yeah, I guess he has his arm folded there. But the other one's either on the hips or uh, arms folded or, or down there. So, yep. Yeah. Truck Series next race, race number 15. That is going to be the CRC Bracklean 150 at Pocono Raceway, and that's going to be Saturday, July 22nd. So they are off this weekend. Moving over to the Xfinity Series. That was race number 17, and that was the Alsco Uniforms 250, and that was Saturday, July 8th at Atlanta Motor Speedway. John Hunter Nemechek was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Sammy Smith at position 10. Yeah, that that was a, a pretty good race. It wasn't too bad. I'm trying to say if that one went into some extra in, extra innings, yeah, extra overtime. <laughs> <laughs> that was an all star game going on in baseball. Anyway, John Hunter Nemechek, 2016 Panini certified card number 47. He's got a base card there. That's one on the right. Uh, great example. He's also in 2016 Panini Prism. No base cards there, but Fire Suit Fabrics. Also, driver signatures, Prism, that's a blue example there in the middle. And then Panini Torque has a base card there, card number 65. The parallels for that printing plates and test proofs, one-on-ones. And then also combo material signatures. Uh, there's a red version and a green version. Those are numbered to 49 and 25. Those are pretty good. Yeah. You know, that, that Torque card right there, he kind of looks like young Sheldon. Yeah, he does actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was missing a cowboy hat. I can't remember if you got the cowboy hat on that. Uh, let's see what else do we got here. Sammy Smith, twenty twenty two Dunruss. Man, twenty twenty two is really good. Dunruss, all those rated rookies. Card number thirty nine, rated rookie for him in the parallels, the signature series. <clears throat> There's twenty twenty two Panini Chronicles. Clear vision, clearly Donruss, Obsidian, Obsidian Signatures, Spectra, Stars and Stripes, XR. Moving over to 2022 Panini Prism, base card there, card number four, and Sensational Signatures as well, and National Treasures in 2022. Yeah, and that guy, <laughs> and that guy, I did a little digging on that guy, and. I don't think I brought those in, but I think that is Daniel, Daniel Dye. He also has a 2022 uh, Donruss card. And I was going through that 
Oh, I, you know what? Here it is here. So that we have that there. And then this is the Daniel die card. So he's got that like Whelan's logo on the left on the right by next to the water bottle. Yeah. He doesn't have the exact trim on, on that fire suit, but it could be a different fire suit, but it kind of looks like him. Yeah. I don't know. You well, don't know. He's not smiling the same way. Anyway, I was doing some more investigative reporting, but uh, not very good at it. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not going to be on CSI anytime soon. Can keep my day job. Yeah, I have to worry about me <laughs> doing uh, CSI. Anyway, next race, race number eighteen. That's the Am Better Hell Two Hundred at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, and that's Saturday, July fifteenth at three p.m. Eastern. Moving over to the Cup Series. That was race number nineteen, and that was the Quaker State Four Hundred. Available at Walmart. That was Sunday, July 9th at Atlanta Motor Speedway. William Byron was our winner. Highest finish of rookie was Noah Gretzkin at position 33. He, he finished one above uh, Ty Gibbs. So. Yeah, but uh, I've been wondering for a little while what happened to Jimmy Johnson's golden horseshoe that is <laughs> in, in a specific place. Yeah, I don't think it's in that specific place for William Byron. I think he is now the holder of the Golden Horseshoe. It's looking like maybe this is his year. I'm hoping not. Well, I, look, I'm just <laughs> calling it away right. to But, you know, four wins here. Oh, I think that was race 17, if I remember my – I don't know, that was 19. So he, he's won four races this year. So he's doing pretty good. Oh yeah, he's. I think he only has like eight total wins. He so he's won half the races in his career. This and he, year. and I think you know what makes it. Uh, I'll say, you know, more of a contender is that he had issues during the race. They overcame those ra- those issues to come back to win. Yeah, I think that's what helped him win. He was he was off the off the pit cycle that everybody else was, and he was on his own pretty much his own pit cycle, and that's kind of what helped him win it's you know he had something unfortunate make something really good happen for him well the team never gave up and just had some of that yeah chad canals luck golden horseshoe baby yep <laughs> william byron uh 2016 his rookie years 2016 panini certified that's one of the reasons why i really like 2016 certified that's his only base card there with the different mirror versions as well as certified potential signatures in 2016 Panini certified. He has signatures in only autographs in 2016 Panini Prism, a few versions of that. And then Panini Torque also just signatures, driver scripts. Yep. And hands on the hip. Oh yeah. No, it's funny looking at these old 2016s. Yeah. And then our highest finisher rookie, Noah Graskin, who we haven't talked about in a few weeks. And his rookies are 2017 in 2017, Don Ross, he has signature series and base card in 2016, Panini Absolute, card number 88. He's also in 2017, Panini Select, but only signatures there. That's the one on the right. And Panini Torque 2017, track size signatures uh, for that as well. So that is not shown. Mm, yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, I'll have to... Uh, rework some of those slides there next race race number 20 is the crayon 301 at new hampshire motor speedway and that is saturday i mean sorry sunday july 16th at 2 30 p.m stages are going to be end of lap 70 185 and 301 cool be another good race yep and then moving over to formula one that was the 2023 armor Armour british grand prix I butchered that up. That was Sunday, July 9th at Silverstone Circuit at and Silverstone, England. And uh, Max Verstappen was on the pole. And there was a little scare there for a lap or two, but uh, uh, Max Verstappen was our winner. Lando Norris. Second. You said Lando Calrissian Norris. You woke me up. Sorry. Yes. McL- McLaren, second. And then... Lewis Hamilton, I, you know, I need to do that for NASCAR and do the top three, the first loser and the second for second loser. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, Max Verstappen, oh my goodness, extends six straight races, has won 17 of the last 21 races. 
He's got eight wins of the 10 races so far this year. His teammate has the other two. I don't even know if dominant is, is the right word. Uh, I don't know if he's pulling the Thanos on them or what. I know that if this was NASCAR, there would be people with torches and pitchforks going to the NASCAR office because th- this would not fly at all. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I said before, I love Kyle Busch and there's a lot of other drivers I love, but I don't want to see Kyle Busch win, you know, however many out of 17, you know, out of 17 races. I just don't want to see that. Because that's uh, yeah, 17 that. out of 21. Yeah, I, w- I would hate that. So, I, I, again, I, I guess Formula One's different in the way people look at it because to me, you know, I mean, I know that this is pure dominance right now. And, and you know, Red Bull has won, I think, 11, the last 11 races in a row or whatever it is. Well, they won the last 10. Uh, yeah. So it, it, it's counting back least, to last year. Yeah. It's, I have to go back and look. But yeah, they, uh, he won the last few. I think it was. He only lost, uh, was it, uh, Whatever it was just a handful since, but it's it's dominant as Red Bull's dominance beyond the word. So, you know, I was glad to see uh, Lando Calrissian Norris be on the on the podium, finishing second, and he really he held off Lewis Hamilton. I was proud for him for doing that. And Lewis Hamilton said that their car was, I think he said, a rocket ship because they they've made a lot of design changes. There's actually something out there online that shows you all the different changes that they have made to the McLaren and you know, versus the Owen. So they have pictures. It's, I mean, it's, it's a lot of subtle stuff, but it doesn't take much when, when you're talking arrow to make a car go faster. So they've made a lot of changes. It's working for them. And I would sure like to see McLaren get back to their glory days. That would be awesome to see. And I would like to see, you know, Lando win a race. That would be incredible. Yes, it would. Yep. And, you know, the, it, since it was in England, you know, both Lando and Lewis Hamilton are, are, you know, they're they're Brits. So that was very popular. And you could hear the crowd when when they were do anything. You could hear the crowd. <sighs> yeah. When, when Lando took the lead on the first lap. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah, I got to put my hair out outside the door in here. That was it was good. So, yeah, it was cool, man. Yeah. Um. Max for stopping cars. We'll just go over them real quick. Uh, there's some tops trumps in 2016. There's a 2018, I think tops trumps and pre tops. There's the tops now. And then the 2020 offerings from tops in the Chrome, the sticker and the dynasty. So, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, next race, race number 11. That is going to be Sunday, July 23rd. And that's going to be a uh, Hungarian Grand Prix. Moving over to IndyCar Series. They were off. Next race is July 16th. And that's going to be the Honda Indy, Indy Toronto at 3 p.m. Cool. Uh, one thing I did notice, and I don't know if you caught some of the pre-show is the F1 movie that's coming. Yes. Um, yeah, I saw Brad Pitt. So Yeah, so he's supposedly the, the premise of the movie is that he's kind of a retired driver and they bring him out of retirement. Uh, I guess he's got some young guns there on the team and to help help the team. So uh, and his name is Sonny Hayes. Yep. It'd be better if it was like Misty Hayes. <laughs> okay so that's all i have for that and then i don't know if you want to talk about it or not the nascar uh hall of fame i've got slide up they've announced the nominee so they will select two from the modern era and that's the top 10 on the list and then they'll select one pioneer from pioneer ballot which are one of the five gentlemen on the bottom so Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss are standouts. Larry Phillips as well, probably not as well known, but I think he's won multiple championships in his series. Uh, yeah. Harry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah. And, you know, I thought Harry Hyde was going to be on the pioneer ballot and that's who I was going to pick, but I didn't realize he was on the modern ballot. I believe this is the way it, it's, it's shaken up here. I, yeah. I'm not sure why Harry Hyde wouldn't be on the, pioneer but but I, i'm not you know i'm not sure so it 
again, this will go on for a few weeks. The fans, everybody will get a, a vote. And then the highest finishing drivers will, uh, they'll submit one vote for those drivers for the fans. And then naturally, the whatever it is, 30, 50 NASCAR insiders or executives and track owners and retired drivers and owners will have a vote as well. And then they will um, unveil the uh, inductees. So, you know, I'm hoping that whoever they vote in, I hope they do a better job than the blue ribbon panel did for selecting the 75 drivers. So if you go by that, then Sam Ard is probably going to be the one that gets in on the pioneer ballot. But uh, I think you'll agree with me that Jimmy and Chad Knauss are locks. They're going to be the two that get in on the modern ballot. I think so. Just because it's a great story to have the two go in together. Kind of like they had Joe Gibbs, Tony Stewart, and there was somebody else too. Uh, Labonte, Yeah. So, you know, the three of them going in uh, together. And it was Everham and Gordon. I can't uh, remember. No, I don't think Everham and Gordon went okay. in. Okay. Maybe I'm mistaken. But, you know, uh, there, a lot of folks will, will come to the Hall of Fame uh, whenever they have appearances. So, oh, yeah. It's going to be busy at the Hall of Fame when Jimmy's there for sure. I mean, I love AJ Foy, but I don't know, you know, or, or Sam Ard. I think my money, my money's on Sam Ard. My my uh, my dark horse would be, of course, Donnie Allison, but I'd also like to see Banjo Matthews. I would I wouldn't mind seeing any one of those guys get in. So I, I really don't have a preference there. Yeah, that's what I kind of tweeted out that you know, I, any one of those I'd be fine with. So mm-hmm. uh, of course nobody's asking me, but yeah, I, I don't think you can go wrong there in the pioneer battle no, I, I don't think so all right i think uh we're over time but so i guess we're good for king's court yeah i'm thinking king's court i think we need to crank it up and press play on the ipod all right Another great week for trading cards. I could have put so I could have had three or four more honorable mentions. There were so many amazing cards that were sold on eBay this week. But I am going to start out with a just one honorable mention this week. And this was on the 8th of July. And it's not necessarily a trading card, but it is a postcard. And it was listed under the trading card. So I'm going to put it in here. Uh, it's a Wendell Scott postcard signed. It's, uh, in fact, I think, is that the same postcard I had? I think uh, so. I think it's the same one. Or oh, do you have a program? Yeah, hold on. I've got, I think I've got this very same, but I don't, I don't have it signed. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys can see it, but I, I have that postcard. But uh, anyway, it's signed by Wendell Scott, and that, that autograph looks good to me. It's not authenticated, but it does, I think it's good. I mean, I, I think you'll agree with that as well, Val. I did not do my research on, on it. It looks good to me. Um, but anyway. But I'll take your word for it. They were asking $945 for this postcard with Wendell Scott's autograph. And they settled on a best offer of 400 bucks. Nice. So, I mean, it is guarantee, uh, authenticity guaranteed. And you again, we didn't have the you know cards for him he didn't have his first card until we're talking 1989 so you either got a program signed or you had these hero hero cards signed so we're talking 73 i want to say that's close to when he was kind of retired he had his accident he was done yeah yeah that that's a postcard from 1973 because i've got one here i'm looking on the back of it and it, it does say 1973 so yeah that was really cool i i it's it's you know again it's it could have also been my Joker of the week, but I just felt like it needed an honorable mention because, you know, he's one of our heroes. He's one of our favorites on NASCAR radio. Yep. So, yeah, so that's a, that's a great, that's a great autograph. Congrats to whoever got that. I think you got it for a good price. Yeah, that's a tough autograph. Indeed. All right. Next up is our Joker of the week. And this is our funny or odd, whatever you want to call it, card. And in this case, it's cards. This was on the 5th of July. It's a 1986 Scanlon's Australia Motor Racing Cards complete set. 
and they were asking 1100 bucks for this and this set went for 500 dollars. so uh pretty impressive for that and it's only 66 cards i went and did a little research on it it's only 66 mm -hmm. cards but there you know there are a lot of notable names in there and i think that's why this thing went for what it went for because you've got you know like f1 drivers and indie drivers like eddie cheever nikki lotta uh alan prost Ayrton senna kiki rosberg uh, a lot of a lot of familiar names in that set so i think that's part of the reason it went for the price that it went for you know since you know there's there is a lot of f1 collectors and indycar collectors out there so like i said and it's a 66 card set it's pretty cool yeah no, i was just thinking uh they look like they're in good shape i like the red borders uh you know this is something you can get great you have a number one set on the registry sure good i mean it's only 66 cards i mean i know with psa prices right now it's it still would be a little expensive to get graded but that's that's one that you could definitely do yeah, not a lot of competition on that set. No, absolutely not. That's awesome. Okay, all right. So next up is our Young Driver of the Week, our Jack. This is on the 9th of July. 2022 Tops Dynasty, and we were just talking about him, Lando Calrissian Norris. It's number four of five and uh, on one of the cards, and then there's like a patch card, I think it says. And, of course, there's the... Uh, yeah, that, that card right there, the 2020 Tops Chrome. War of the Wheels. War of the Wheels. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. That's right. But it's all three cards. Uh, it went out for bidding, and it went for $1,325 with 10 bids. Wow. So pretty cool. I like that patch card with the Hilton on it. That is really cool. It. Yes. I think I think somebody did pretty good on this. I think. Um, you know, I think so. I think he is going to, you know, he might win a race here or have some top podium finishes here for the net, you know, remainder of the season. So, uh, I, that's a good play. Yeah, it is a good play. I think, I think his future is bright. If they get, if they keep improving on that car, like they've been improving it, Red Bull may have a run for their money. So, and I, and I being a NASCAR guy, I'd like to see some competition in there. So that'd be great. Definitely. Yeah. You got right. the Sapphire there. Yeah. That's good. Nice lot. Yep. Congrats to whoever got it. All right. Queen of the Week. This is also on the 9th of July. It's a 2021 Panini Chronicles Racing Zenith. Haley Deegan, one of one. And it went out for bidding. It only had two bids. And uh, it went for $360. So uh, there you go. Haley on top again this week. She seems like every week she's got some high-priced cards. Yep. We didn't even talk about her in the truck race, but... No, we didn't. We didn't even mention her. Didn't, uh, want, didn't want to talk. Yeah. About. The, yep. There's nothing to really talk about. So. No, it's really not. But um, hopefully she can get her act together and get up there and get a top five. I'd I'd be happy to see that. Uh, yeah, I'll believe when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a top. I'll take a top ten right now or top fifteen. Yeah, I'm gonna start calling her Danica Junior here soon. Oh, I like that. Danica Junior. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, let's move on. Our King of the Week. This is on the 10th of July. It's a 2022 Crusade Jeff Gordon Gold Vinyl, one of one. And it's graded by FG, FCG. And it's a 9.5 on the card, and I think a 10 on the auto. Yes. What that is. And it had one bid. And it went for 999 bucks. Wow. For that card. You know, I wonder what it would have gone for if it had been in a PSA holder. But yeah, don't know. But, I don't know, but I'm not familiar. Sorry, everybody out there. I am not familiar with FCG. So I do not know who that is. That's a new one on me, too. So, but uh, pretty uh, cool yeah, card. Yeah, you mean you're buying the card. So it's a one on one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd be cracking that, that bad boy and put, getting in a PSA holder for sure. Definitely. Yeah, cool card. A lot of, lot, a lot of gold and a lot of one on ones this, this week. Okay, so next up. I like that background. I do like that background blue and but okay let's keep it moving keep it moving all right our ace of the week our one-on-one this is Boom. on the 10th of july again 2022 panini white sparkle prism card number 92 chase elliott auto one of one psa 10 and this this bad boy went out for bidding and of course it was a prophecy auction yeah that's the only thing yeah i know <laughs> 
but it ended up at $1,225 with 30 bids. So there was a lot of uh, excitement around that card. And that's a nice looking card. It sure is. The only thing I, the only thing I don't like about it is that it's, you know, it's a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's a horizontal, not horizontal. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I, no, I, I would agree with that, but it's a nice card. Yeah, it is a nice card. It's really nice. All right. Bye. All right. So cool. All right. So our last one of the week, our Royal Flush, this was on the 11th of July. And it's a 2020 Tops Dynasty Max Verstappen Alex Albon dual auto out of five. And it's a PSA nine. So they are they were asking $999.99. Oh. Do you hear my dog barking? I do. And I'm sorry about that, it's everybody. Okay. She's very excited about this card. Yeah, she yes, yeah, she is. She's very excited about this card. But uh it this card went for a best offer of seven thousand nine hundred and thirty-three dollars. So it was still pretty pricey. And actually, look at those autographs. Those autographs are very nice. Yes, they're nice. And the, and the patches look good too. I mean, patches you know, are cool too. So that's a cool card, man. It's number number two, two of five. And that's twenty twenty. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Congrats, to whoever got that. I think that that probably went for. I think it's a little pricey, but uh, you know, in the in the F one market, it's probably about where it should be. I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it's about that ballpark. I don't I'm think it has to do with the, with the nine. What's that? So I'm just happy about the autographs. The, those autographs look nice. No, they're nice and bold where they should be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the patches look good. So it's PSA authenticated. Uh, it's, you know, more than we would spend. But in 2020, Max Verstappen Auto, I mean, you know, he's going for his third championship this year. I don't know if, you know, who's going to knock him off. So nobody in the foreseeable future. It won't be long before he's a lock for the championship. Exactly. At the rate he's going for this year. Yeah, I didn't go over the numbers, but yeah, he's he's uh distanced himself from everybody else. He really has. But uh you know, that is twenty twenty. So, you know, I guess that was the first year and they thought, okay, we we will sign our autographs nicely this this time, but then as time has gone on and they've had more cards, I'm sure that gets old for them. But that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's cool. So that's this week's King's Court. All righty. Well, I think that's it. Uh, I know we've gone over here, but I know we wrap up. I appreciate Captain Kirk coming on here, Mister Mint Twenty Three. Uh, you know, check out. You might want to uh, check out his uh, tweets and uh, some of his other social media stuff. Amazing collection. Uh, was way ahead of everybody else. Uh, you know, <laughs> just seeing those Hank Aaron's rookies auto is just something to see. I know I got some uh, Richard Petty STPs, but. Phew, you know, he goes for miles and miles with with all those Joe Namath rookie autos. Amazing. So, yeah, it is. I mean, he's he, he's amassed a great collection. He really has. Right. But he had to start somewhere and you can do the same, you know, if you're doing NASCAR or whatever sport. But, uh, like, And he took our advice. He had, didn't have a Richard Petty auto. So you can uh, send a 1988 Max to. Uh, Richard Petty and get him to sign one of those. I think that's a, a pretty good one to, to start out with too. Oh, I totally agree with you. So it was great having him on and, and again, you know, to the national and don't know if you have anything more you want to add. Uh, not really. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to the national. I know next week we'll probably be talking a lot about the national uh, on, on the show next week. Cause this, that'll be the show right before we head out. Then that, that next Monday or Tuesday, whenever it is, we're leaving. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. So that'll be a, a good, fun show next week as well. Yeah, 153 probably be a little light because we'll be recording before we head out. So, but uh, next week is 152 episode. Right. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have to decide how we're going to do. It. We haven't decided what we're going to do just yet. Yep. All right. Anything else? Any hashtags? Uh, uh... Yeah, we got some hashtags. Uh, hashtag skid marks, tie freaking Gibbs, and hashtag slab fire. Slab fire. Yep. All right. I guess we'll wrap up again. Uh, thanks for me and Logan. Appreciate everybody following. If you enjoy the show, subscribe. We'll give you a shout out uh, to the um, subscribe to the podcast. If you like the show, give us a um, 
a, a thumbs up. We appreciate it. Join the conversation. You can find us on Twitter. We're mostly on Twitter. I think we have some Instagram and some other ones as well. I guess for me and Logan, we appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Enjoy the races this weekend. We're out of here.